I guess a little little baby Cronin had a little baby headache or something. Medulla oblongata. No, he, no notice was given. Pop some baby aspirin, man. Come on. I guess we should do the show intro now or yeah, something. Yeah, let's go. Let's let's do Fuck it. Fuck it. Roll the sh- roll the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome on into the Steamy Nook, a podcast about anything and everything. Currently, because yeah. I don't know if it's going to change or not, I'm Ortiz, and we're joined with Nips, Kyle, a.k.a. O-Pocket, yeah. and Horse Dick, a.k.a. Majestic Steve, a.k.a. Uh, Bank Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill. So if you didn't if you didn't, if you didn't get it by the intro, we're actually just waiting for Cronin. Allegedly, he'd be here today, but you know, we're half hour past our start time, and uh, someone's not here. <laughs> Big air quotes on the on the showing up part. Let's be real. It's like it's ten thirty, and he's old. He's asleep. He just he passed out <laughs> on, on his uh on the love seat that he's sitting in in the uh, Sodi Museum, and he's slumped over to the side. He's he's snoozing. Oh. Absolutely. He's a geriatric of the server of the Discord, and he's definitely passed out a little bit. Talk a lot of shit when I'm only like three years behind him. He's <laughs> curled up with he's curled up with either the snare drum to the drum kit or a drumstick, because we know apparently the drumsticks from Story of the Year have an effect on people. Yo, shout out to Forehead. <laughs> forehead! I'm at I'm at to do a, a Photoshop where it's Cronin like night at the museum, but it's his house, the Sodi <laughs> Museum. Like on top of Ben Stiller's head or something. Can we get a can we get a a, a missing poster? It's it's a night at the Sodi Museum. It's Cronin sleeping, but he's he's snuggling the snare drum with a drumstick sticking out of his ass. There it is. Movie poster done. Ship it. Shit. Because Cronin has uh, Josh Wills' like old drum set, do you think he's rubbed his nuts on it? Oh, yes. 120%. Yes. If he hasn't, uh, I'm, I will be shocked. That's sacred stuff. You don't do that. That's sacred. But don't you, though? Like, but it's a claiming you, though? Like, I, I would never touch them. I just said... They just, they just be sitting there forever. They would just sit far away from you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, if... If you're not going to touch them, you got to set them up. So, I mean, you got to touch them. So, I mean, in mid, <laughs> so say you're just setting it up, setting them up and one ball might happen to roll out and just cling right on the snare. Maybe hit a symbol. China crash. I don't think there's a China with that. But you're speaking from experience. I mean, I don't know. I, I cannot <laughs> confirm nor deny these allegations. How hot would it have to be for you to like be able to grab the base of a nutsack and like swing it like a stick at a drum head to make a sound? I would be willing to find out. All right, let's uh, let's get you a drum set. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna, that's going to be an edit. <laughs> I know someone who has a drum set. You just go visit Cronin, right? Yeah, let's go to Cronin. He's a little closer to Josh more than Cronin. So just uh, walk over. It's all St. Louis. You're probably close, right? I can already see how that would. Do- what the fuck? <laughs> Nope. Nope. Shut the door. Yeah, I don't I don't think he'd let you in his house. Uh, probably not, no. I highly doubt that. Uh Josh, if you see Majestic Steve outside your door, uh maybe maybe lock it. I got some gummies. Oh. But anyway, I don't think I said uh we're actually recording this podcast, this specific one from from prison. Um and there's a reason behind that, guys. For those listening, I wanted to play a phone call for you that I had recorded. Uh the main reason why we're in prison. Anyway, so here we go. Punch you in the nuts. Um, that's weird, but uh, hello. Um, uh, Mike Ortiz. Uh, that's me. He's not like my grandpa. 
Okay, wait, is this, is this Dan? No! Hey, I've been meaning to ask you, is it okay if we use the Steamy Nook as a podcast name? I know we have like three episodes out already and like one of you guys were even on the episode already, but still like, is it cool? Okay, first Ryan of all, doesn't own first of all Ryan nook. doesn't own that. That's all of our name and yes. You're, you'll hear from our lawyer, Saul Goodman. <laughs> Damn, I we don't even we don't have money to afford an attorney. Really, are we really gonna go tomorrow? I'll be sitting in my house smoking blunts. <laughs> I don't I don't know what that has to do with anything. Big titty mermaid. <laughs> Wait, ho- hello, hello. Wow. We're actually all of us collectively are actually not in jail because we got sued. <laughs> We're actually in jail just because we illegally recorded that phone call and tried to use it as evidence, uh, but. We got we got tossed in the slammer for a little bit. How long did that that's take? Where we're, that's, <laughs> <laughs> How long did that take? <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about? <laughs> we talking about that phone call happened a hundred percent. See it. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> hey Ortiz, that, I, I don't that dog don't hunt. No, you did. <laughs> but do he bite? But does he bite? <laughs> Watchdog barking. Uh, watchdog barking. Do he bite? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we were mentioned on the on the boys' pod today, and I was like, you know what? It'd be funny kind of util- utilize this in some aspect. So that's what my dumbass brain came up with. Love it. So, Perfect. Love it. Um, Fantastic. Like Ortiz. Uh, <laughs> I think it took like an hour. <laughs> I wish my was, brain worked like yours, sir. But it was, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You wish don't. <laughs> you don't want... Okay, you don't want the 12 voices that go on in my head at any I, given time. I have those already. Mine just aren't near as funny as yours. Ah, uh, damn. <laughs> yeah, half of mine speak Spanish, man. It's crazy. <laughs> but we did have uh, Josh on the pod last week, which was pretty interesting. What a neat time. And uh, I wanted to ask you guys, this is just a question I have just in general. How's it been... Uh, bless you. How's it been God. going from... How's it been going from? <laughs> this is the fucking worst. How's it? Been... <laughs> well, it's actually the best. They're gonna love it. They're gonna love it. This Go is the worst episode ever. Everyone's already tuned out. Uh, how, how's it been it. for you guys going from chatting with like you know the dudes from Story of the Year, just once in a while, maybe at a show if you're lucky, or a signing if you're lucky, mm-hmm. to like you're sending dick memes in Discord and they're actually responding to things like that. <laughs> how's it been for you guys getting to talk with them? It's been pretty cool. Uh, like I've like had I've had one offs with Dan here and there. Uh, I've talked to Ryan. Ryan licked my or ate my beard one time at a fuck off and die show. Man, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. <laughs> I mean, I can't talk about that. Uh, that that will get me put in jail. What me and Ryan did, but you know, the uh, antelope is okay. And just we'll just leave it at that. But um, but yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but yeah, it was... How'd <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know about the spaceship, man? No, uh... But yeah, it, other than that, like, it's it's been a lot cooler than a lot of... Th- like, I've, I've talked to band members and stuff, but it's it's been a lot of fun hanging out and talking with them. That's pretty much what it's been here. It's been, uh... At first, everybody joined up, what, 2020? And the occasion that uh, Josh would drop by... Everybody's like, "Holy shit! I can't believe he's fucking here." Now it's just a now it's just another day, and let's see how much shit we can give him, how much shit he can give us. Probably pissed him off earlier today, but that's just a that's just you know just another day. Yeah, I remember when we were first all in voice chat. I actually don't remember speaking too often, just because I was like nervous to just talk in the first place. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I thought it was kind of weird. It's like these dudes who are among like my top bands and like just favorite people in general. They're just chilling here. We're just going to we're just going to have a brief talk. We're just going to chit chat like it's not a big deal. Well, it was different because when they first did the uh, like the ghost signal stuff, like they were using some other app to do like Q&As and stuff. But since then, it's been a lot more discord and a lot like less formal. So now it's just like, you know. People, you know, I think they were they were using like an app that was sort of somewhat controlled with Patreon, I think, yeah. or had like Patreon access. Yeah. yeah, it was like integrated with that or whatever. But it was so grainy looking, like the quality was not so hot. Yeah, yeah. They, they apparently, I've I've seen a few people that have used that uh, little app or whatever it is, and it's either they can't keep up with the chat because it'll pause and then skip all the way to the very bottom. And like, it, it's choppy and the feet, one side can't see a video feed, something or other, but yeah, I'm kind of glad it's kind of just stayed in discord and, and stuff like that. Now it's the go-to it's the spot for all the things. It makes talking to them. Even if you are a little hesitant, a little easier. Cause the first time I ran across them in a 06, it was Josh and Phil and they were out tossing a football out a couple hours before a, a show at a venue they're playing at camp at the campus at UCF University of Central Florida where I was in the dorms so I was there really early and I just like staring like they're right there they're right fucking there and of course I you know can't bring myself what 19 or whatever nervous as all hell couldn't bring myself to go say a damn word but <laughs> now in discord you know they say something, Josh says something smart as I have no, no problem the other day, send him a picture of my nipple in response, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, fuck it. If that's not a story of the year discord advertisement, I don't know what For it real. is. For real. Sign up now. <laughs> I think there was, a, there was one time when, when uh, they were like, Hey, come to the bar. And some of the, some of us that were in the discord at the time, I just drove down to the bar and just met, met them there. You know what I mean? It was, it was just being a part of the discord. You never know what's going to happen. What you're gonna what you're gonna get access to Freaking whatever it is. st louis st louisian what, what do they go what do you guys st louis st louisans probably st louisans murderers, murderers. <laughs> that checks out yeah. isn't st louis only like just behind chicago by a little bit um as far as like I, I crime and murder and such have the new numbers came out st. i don't louis know Fuck it. We have, you know what we're on the internet let's check right now all right, so I did find a list, uh, 2022 compared cities of crimes. Uh, so this is St. <laughs> Louis versus Chicago, since I guess y'all are neck and neck. And this is like, this isn't a percentage. This is a crime <laughs> scale of one to 100. At the moment, Chicago of 2022 for violent crimes, Chicago is 49.9. St. Louis violent crimes, 86.8. So bad. What does that number mean? <laughs> so it's, it's one out of a, a, a 100 scale. So this is a scale so of crime. Winner. So St. Louis has double the amount of violent crimes as Chicago Does at the mean moment. mean 86% of people in St. Louis are murderers? <laughs> I guess that's a, that's a way of, that's a good way of looking at it. Not murderers though, just violent crimes. Oh, I'm sorry. And then, not just murderers, and then for, but violent. Yeah, yeah, Violent. So, you know, the, 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 you ain't going to get killed, but you're going to get got. Uh, property you crimes. Might, you might get poked a little. Yeah. You know, get, get, shanky shanky. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, watch watch your back, watch your ass. For property crimes, so people just fucking up your shit. Chicago, uh, so a scale of 1 to 100. In Chicago, we have 46.3. St. Louis, we're looking at 85.1. Man, damn. So, Batman's. lock up your shit. <laughs> Batman's slacking. That's all I got to say about that. Batman, if, <laughs> if, if, 
if Gotham was a real city in America, it'd be St. Louis. So who's our Batman then? We got to pick somebody in the band to be the. To who's be a it. local celebrity that you think someone should Photoshop into Batman? John Hamm. Nelly. Nelly. Nelly can be Robin. Oh my God. <laughs> John Hamm. John Hamm would be a great yes. Batman, probably. Maybe. Yes. That's the most perfect bet. I see it. Maybe. Cosine. There, oh, there you go, John Hamm. Reach out to John me. John Strike It Rich. And Nelly. <laughs> Nelly. Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> Nelly's. Yo, please, someone Photoshop that. I'm busy as all hell. I can't do it. That's a, that's a request from me. Someone please do this. All right. We need it. I want to circle back to movies because we were, we had Josh on and we talked about movies a lot. I love movies. And we actually didn't get to listen to something that we were supposed to last week because uh, Josh was on and we fired Henry. Or my bad, Henley. And Henley <laughs> is supposed to chit chat and give us a review on Sonic 2. Go fucking see it. That's pretty much the all review right. you need there. It... uh I went to see it expecting where I, I liked the first one. I, I've always been a big video game fan and I've suffered through most video game movies. In recent years, some of them have been decent, but I went knowing like, okay, it's going to be a bit, it's going to be pretty cheesy, but the character and its characters I want to see, see how they do with these blew me the fuck away. Like did not expect the kind of quality that went into that. Yes, it's cheesy still, but it's, but it's cheesy in the best ways. You don't, hmm. uh, you don't expect them to have a, and the storyline is incredibly terrible, but the acting, I legitimately mean this, that Jim Carrey needs to win. I suck with whatever these rewards are. There's too many of them. Oscar, I guess, needs a freaking Oscar of some kind for the acting he did in that movie. Yep. Which may be his last since he announced, you know, that he's going to be retiring now. Sure. Unless, you know, except for very potential extenuating circumstances that'll likely be his last movie i believe and uh that's a, one hell of a movie to go out on extenuating circumstances what's that mean he'll do another he said he'd do another movie if christopher nolan directed an ace ventura that's what it was i, I couldn't remember what it was i, I remember I it was christopher nolan was. but yeah oh ace ventura such a great series but can, can you, you imagine ace ventura as like a dark batman-esque like Dude. A serious Ace Ventura. Did you guys see the new Batman? The Batman. Yeah, I got to I got yeah. to watch it. You guys have all seen it? Watched it last night. Oh. Okay, we're we're, we're gonna talk some Batman then real quick. So just a fair warning. We might slip and drop a spoiler or two. Editor Mike, insert timestamp here with your voice. Hello, this is Future Mike. If you would like to skip any of the spoiler talk ahead, skip to 24 minutes, give or take a few seconds. I love you. All right, cool. So that's when new listeners can go and skip to if you want to skip the whole entire conversation about it. Did I say conversation? Conversation. Yes, you All did. All right, the conversation. It's a conversation. All right, we talking Batmans now. Yep. Let's talk to Batmans. Thoughts? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved it. I, I, I it seemed it, it seemed to drag on a bit. Like there were some parts where you look at it and you're like, okay, there was no point. Aside from a beautiful, like, glamour-esque type shot, just scenery and there's batman and it's just beautiful i mean you could have just you know filmed that and then put it in like the extras of the dvd there was zero reason to use it in the movie aside from the fact that it was just a gorgeous shot other than that loved it uh the riddler phenomenal creepy as fuck probably absolutely yes, creepy. probably my favorite what's creepy about it is that he seems like he he can just actually be like an actual real creepy ass dude just a normal dude yeah that's just like I'm gonna do this this crazy shit, mm-hmm. and it could be a total yep. possible like person. Mm-hmm. Yep, I could totally see that happening in St. Louis. <laughs> God, 
God damn. Anyways, we're not getting a sponsorship from the city what, of St. Louis. Just throwing that I don't know out if there. I want that. You know, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm fine with that. I think it'd be pretty killer if we did. Oh my god. It would be killer. I love the movie. It was smart. Like it, it kept me guessing on what was gonna happen. There, at no point was I like, oh that's about to happen. Oh that's about to happen. like it, it did a pretty good job of being like, No, you don't. You don't know what's gonna happen at all. That's it, true. It was right. That's very true. real. It was very I mean as far as realism goes, like in Batman movies, it's probably the most realistic one. Like, it, like a lot of stuff makes sense. Um, tone wise, it, it seemed a lot to me like uh, the first of the Nolan trilogy, like that whole vibe and like how the how it was color graded and how they made Gotham look was yeah. very like the the atmosphere. I guess what I'm trying to say felt very similar to that one, but otherwise, it was kind of a really cool detective film for like the first good portion of it so that was that that made it seem yeah. really realistic and then after a while they, they just turn on the batman full throttle and it's like all right this is great it does it doesn't seem like a three-hour movie at all to me when i watched it i was not like, well all. right yeah my wife and i watched it and she watched it like she <laughs> she didn't leave she wasn't asking like a ton of questions she was she was in it like we were watching it so that's that alone was like okay this is a good movie then and right when it was over, she like held up her thumb, like a thumbs up, and she was just like, "Yeah, this is this was great." Yeah, I like the fact that it was never predictable, as Kyle mentioned. It right. always you think you always okay, it's a movie. Movies have tropes. This is where they're going. This is what they're going to do. Nope, we're going to completely uh, take a left turn here and leave you hanging. But uh, and on top of the fact that it's beautiful, but I do feel sorry for anybody who's watching it on a crappy tv because the movie is so goddamn dark yeah like i've got a nice oled it's gonna look decent then you're watching on a crappy tv you're not gonna see anything (laughs) i'm 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 afraid of what that would look like on somebody watching on some uh junk you know low-end cell phone because everybody wants to watch movies on a freaking cell phone these days as i sit here i'm a home a little bit home theater whore but uh (laughs) (laughs) like is it it's it's weird i don't know if it's weird or not to you guys but my, my girlfriend kind of thought it was, she gave me a look when I said it, but I was a huge fan of the cowl. I'm, I'm a, I'm a nerd for the Batman cowl. Uh, I, I always, that's the first thing I look at in every Batman movie I've ever watched. It's like, okay, how the fuck is he doing anything in that? And like, this one was cool. Cause it looked like it was fully attached. It looked like the Keaton can't turn anywhere, but you know, Dude, he's still just about to say Yeah. That. He had the mobility. And I liked uh, I, I liked the suit in general because like the cape went into the front, which is a really cool touch. The batterings on his yeah, chest that kind of gave off a, a long Halloween for those of you who have read the comic book. Kind of gave a long Halloween esque type vibe to it. Uh, one of my favorite series of comic books, by the way. If you haven't read the series that has long Halloween in it, check that bad boy out. But yeah, uh, overall. I was very happy with it. Uh, Robert Pattinson did not disappoint. He didn't look like a glittery vampire, and I'm happy. Oh, do you guys feel like the last? Uh, uh, do you guys feel like Ben Affleck could have been in that movie and and done that script? Why or why not? No. Why, why do we feel like that? I can't take Ben Affleck okay. serious. I don't know. I just feel like the grittiness of the movie just really matched okay. Robert yeah. Pattinson yep. really well. He like. I mean. He, it just feels weird. I don't want to say they did, but it almost feels like they designed 
and gave a look to the movie around mm. who they picked as Batman. Right. Yeah. Because I, I can that. imagine just like if we were just to have a scenario of just swapping Batman for Batman, just place him in the same thing. The color gradients and tone and everything would just look weird. He'd be out of place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I It's hard to describe. That might sound goofy, but that, I don't know. That's kind of how I feel. If you were to try to swap them, I don't know if they would be able to do that. I I take I want a, I want a Ben Affleck movie Batman movie I really would like to have one just to say okay because I want to settle it to see if he could actually do a standalone by himself without having Superman and Martha you know shit like that I I want just Batman doing Batman stuff with his Batman friends with his Batman friends but I want to I want to circle back and talk about the damn makeup on Colin Farrell oh my gorgeous. You know, oh, the dude was unrecognizable. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah, that's the as crazy part about doing that kind of stuff. Like, as an actor, you sign on to do a movie and, like, wanting to get recognition and, like, no, half the people don't even know that you're in the movie because they're not paying attention, you know? When they started yeah. talking about Penguin, I'm looking around in every scene for somebody that looks like Danny DeVito yes. and before they identified who he was. Yeah, I liked, I liked the way he portrayed him, uh, little gangster esque style. I, I, I dug that. Like, it. He wasn't some creepy dude that's hanging out in the in the sewers. He actually came off as like you know streetwise gangster penguin that may or may not be able to pull some strings and have you killed. Yeah, he was kind of wise guy kind yeah. of a vibe almost. You know, here's a little excerpt in New York Post, and this is what Danny DeVito had to say about Colin. Oh boy, he said, "I thought Colin did a great job. Certainly a different milieu." I think it was a more edgy, serious, gangstery Batman, of course. There's three Italians who are bad guys in it, the Falcones. Yeah. But I feel like in terms of the performances, I thought Colin, who was a good buddy of mine, I think he did a great job in that. You take your hat off to anyone who sits in the makeup chair that long. I did it with the Penguin and loved it. And then he said, can I offer you an egg in these trying I times? <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to bring Frank Rickles into this. <laughs> Because Danny DeVito, I don't see Danny DeVito nope. at all anymore. Oh, all yeah. I see is nope. Frank Reynolds. Yeah. Yep. No matter what it 100%. is. One hundred percent. I wa- I watched Twins for the first time in the past year, and I saw Frank Reynolds is what I was seeing. <laughs> I want to yeah. be pure. All right. Are we? Are we? Before we leave Batman completely, we got any more Batman talk? Uh, just did you see the thing about Robert Pattinson? Was apparently was sneak. He had his vape on Batman. Oh, yeah, he snuck his vape. The entire vape. movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. That's good. Yeah, I saw that. Okay, now stuff. I love the movie now. Now I love it. <laughs> Kyle's all about it. But yeah, I'm so watch it again. I would say I would say definitely like even though it's on HBO Max or I don't know if it's going to be on there very long, but if whenever it hits like 4K or like Blu-ray, I'm going to buy it. No, oh, yeah. It's a, it's I, it's, I'm it's, it's buy a it. buy. It's a mm-hmm. buy right away. For sure. And don't watch it on your freaking phone, people. <laughs> Please don't Please. watch it on the phone. Hello, listener. This is Future Mike. Just letting you know, we're all done with the Batman chit-chat. Now on to the rest of the pod. Cool. So that's the end of Batman talk. We didn't really spoil anything. I can't believe, really spoil anything. I can't no believe his nuts fell out. You remember that, that part where his balls fell out? <laughs> oh, shit. We're, right we, on, we're, we're, and we they done? landed on Robin's forehead. Do you believe that shit? Right. Oh, shit. You talked about Robin, man. <laughs> yeah, Robin being in the movie was <sighs> nuts. Oh, wait. Batman's nuts. Cut that. Cut, cut, that, that, cut, that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut <laughs> that. The Always Study podcast. We talked about it a little bit in the spoiler, uh, spoiler section of the Batman talk, but just to circle back to it, because I want to talk about it, just Always Sunny. Danny DeVito is Frank Reynolds. Uh, I Yeah, me too. I cannot unsee him. 
in anything else as anything but Frank Reynolds. Like yep. in interviews, other movies, I just see a dude slithering out of a couch listening to a conversation at a Christmas party. Like <laughs> Danny DeVito <laughs> Danny DeVito is the the fucking best in that show. I recently finally caught up with all the se- like all the seasons, all the episodes. So I'm at where the show is at right Frank now. Frank Reynolds is my spirit animal. My God. That show's so good. So as someone that just watched all of it, I'm a few seasons in. Is it steady the whole time? Is it dip? Like, what's the deal? It ramps up, and you can definitely kind of tell at what parts of the show is, like, being impacted by, like, American culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because of the stuff they touch in mm-hmm. on. And the show, the show's all about putting the worst types of people in scenarios that, like, like everyday people could possibly be in. But these people are constantly just trying to murder each other. They're constantly trying to find some sort of money scheme. <laughs> They're constantly just trying to one-up one another. And that's what the show is really just about. It's just a group of just dysfunctional people who are trying to operate as a family, but while also touching base on like just American culture. So the show, when you look really deep into it, it is like satire. Yeah. And, oh, it's, yeah. and for anybody who hasn't watched it, it is the live-action version of South Park, where South Park is about whatever you know culture and whatever is important of the time but with a comical twist that's exactly what this is except it's just not animated and because it's not animated they go even further over the top sometimes because one of the uh main characters is a freaking psycho he's uh no spoilies but one of the characters because kyle's watching one of the characters does go from like you kind of get little hints of something's creepy with this person and then it ramps up. So yep. the, the characters do develop over time. They do change over time. I think it's just for the better. It's just it's just funny. It's just funny. Sociopath. That's what I'm look term I'm looking for. Have you gotten to the episode where they fake a fake kid's death? For... <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. God, that's such a good one. Uh anyways. Yeah, so these guys will go to levels of like pretending to be like mentally handicapped to qualify for welfare. But if you, uh, if you don't know yet about uh, always sunny in Philadelphia, give it a watch, watch through like the first, you know, five, 10 episodes. They're actually really short, like 20 minutes each. So they're pretty quick. But then if you really want to dive further into the show, the guys that actually are on the show have their own podcast. So shout out to the always sunny podcast. You can actually watch it on Spotify. You can watch it on spotify which is interesting so So if you're if you're on your phone and you're on spotify you can turn your phone just horizontal and the video portion will pop up and fill up your screen um or if you're watching it on desktop you can watch the podcast on there which is really cool i I just i didn't know that was an option yeah they're on youtube also i think yeah they're on youtube that's it's a cool concept with with spotify like you get that that stuff when you listen to music you get the background stuff but I've never seen something with like a podcast or anything like that where it's a, the whole video of them just hanging out doing a podcast. It's pretty neat. It's just it's a podcast where it's three dudes who have known each other, known each other for, you know, north of 15 years and plus just roasting each other, just hitting each other where they know where it hurts and then talking about the show because they themselves are rewatching from episode one and onwards and they're talking about each episode, every single podcast. That's my review of, the, of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If you have not watched it. Go, go watch that. It's so good. Um, but speaking of like the TV show and just small screens in general, and we had talked to Josh about movies and just like our favorite movies and such like that. Are there any movies that you guys saw on like the small screens, like your TV, that ended up being 
something you would say influential or your favorite piece of cinema that you didn't see in a theater. So like, for example, Star Wars, like those were all in theaters previous to me Mm -hmm. being able to go to a movie theater because I wasn't alive when those came out. Or movies like, like even like Shaun of the Dead. I saw that on TV by accident. I didn't see that in a movie theater and I would consider that one of my favorite movies. Or movies like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Like that's an older flick. It's one of my absolute favorites, but I never saw that in a theater. I saw that on a TV. Iconic soundtrack. Uh, Iconic. Yeah. Yeah. I fully agree. My, I don't know if this is going to sound weird. Uh, One movie that I truly adore front to back and its sequel. And I regret thoroughly not seeing in theaters is cloudy with a chance of meatballs. I'm dead serious about that. I regret not going and seeing it in theaters, but like seeing it, it just, if I'm ever having a bad day, I can throw that movie on, laugh my ass off and just be happy. It's a good movie. Yeah. I say the watching at home, if we're talking about movies, even if they originally were theater, but seeing it at home, the one that got me and in many ways legit led to other things that have changed my life was seeing dogma. Because that Comedy Central played the oh, hell yeah. out of it as soon as they had the rights for it. And I had never seen a Kevin Smith movie previous to that. Because, you know, that was Dogma was, I think, 1999. So I was 12 or 13. So, uh, you know, just just really starting to get you know, old enough to understand concepts that that movie touched. And yeah. I absolutely fell in love with that movie. And from there, all of Kevin Smith's work, because I went back from there and watched all the previous stuff where and then quickly chasing Amy became one of my favorite movies. And then later, this is a few years later when he did clerks Two, which I'm not saying it's the best thing ever, but clerks Two still holds my favorite movie position just because that movie means so much to me. There's some kind of, there's some things in there that just, it, it means a lot to me. And, uh, Kevin, you know, I've met a lot of people in the past through Kevin Smith fandom. And like, that was, that was legitimately something that infected affected my entire life from there. So definitely I'd say movie at home watching would have been dogma. So I think the movie that I would have loved to see on the big, on the big screen, but so I initially saw it on the small screen, obviously uh, there will be blood with Daniel day Lewis. It is yeah. a freaking masterpiece of cinematography, especially, but like Daniel Day Lewis, he's always on his A game, and in this movie, he's so convincing and so like, so menacing and just very paid, you know, very the, the movie, the whole movie is kind of a slow burn. It's very patient, um, but like all the moments that happen in it just keep building and building. And I think the first fifteen to eighteen minutes of the movie, there's no dialogue at all, and it's just there. It's really a visual storytelling masterpiece to to me, anyways. So. Everyone should see that at some point in their life. There will be blood. Go check it out. Wasn't the the Riddler in that? The Rid- Oh, he was. Yes, he's amazing in that. He's an amazing in that film. And uh, yeah, so check it out. There will be blood. What else is on your agenda there, Ortiz? Anything else? I got nothing besides besides uh, ending this podcast. <laughs> So before, before we do that, is, aren't there some really, it's like, what are you guys uh, looking to see in these next few months? Because we're about to get into the summer months and COVID's kind of uh, a little chill. So people are starting to see movies again, somewhat. I was actually thinking about taking my kiddo to go see Sonic 2. Nice. Do it. Yeah. 
definitely got to go see that with him. Top Gun, the new Top Gun's coming out. Are we kidding? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Woo. right, dude. Before they they'll yeah. delay it 17 more times, I... It, I'll, oh, I'll yeah, believe it when I'll believe it when I have the ticket, my hand, and my ass in the seat. Obi Obi Wan, fucking Obi Wan. Yeah, that's not really a my, movie. My but... lightsaber is hard and ready for that. Okay, the force is strong in him. I wish you guys could see this right now. Like it's, it, it's pretty beautiful. <laughs> oh, is that, is that the one Darth Maul had? Jesus, <laughs> how'd you get a double-ended one? Oh my God. So, anything else anybody's looking forward to? What, what color Movies? lightsaber would you guys have? Flesh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. All right, guys. Is that, is that the end? Is that the end of the podcast? Ortiz, Ortiz with the soundboard <laughs> is everything I want in life, pretty much. <laughs> it is life. I'm just waiting for an excuse to drop. You know. Always. There you go. There you go. Or how, I, I love the mega fart just because the reverb on it. <laughs> okay, we are officially twelve years old. All right, let's. Uh... We're like I would say we're collectively north of thirty, each of us, and like <laughs> this shit's funny. I don't care who you are. Uh, oh. oh. Sounds like Hank Hill just shit himself. Dude, we just lost. Oh, God we, damn it. We, That's called the Steamy Nook. So go listen to that shit. That's called the Steamy Nook. So go listen to that shit. We just lost 20 subscribers. Yeah, I think everyone just unsubscribed. Everyone tuned out. So, we're so at, like, you know what? We'll go ahead. Are we at negative five now? Probably. Yeah, damn, it sucks. We are. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll, we'll go ahead and just listen to Dan one more time. It's called the Steamy Nook. So go listen to that shit. So Thanks, if you Dan. are listening, if you are listening, don't forget, guys, you can leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple. If not, uh, Dan will come after you. That's called the Steamy Nook, so go listen to that <laughs> shit. And be sure to spread the word of the Steamy Nook. Tell your friends, tell your ball-headed granny, tell your dad, tell your mama. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, it is the same name, the Steamy Nook. And if you want to find us anywhere, it's just the Steamy Nook. And, guys, I will see you later. Go eat some food, for Christ's sake, man. I'm hungry. Caca! <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs>